What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Millennial Hollywood here on the Popcorn Talk Network. We are so excited. We've got one of the guests from Raven's Home. We're so excited. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the show. We are so excited to be joined by the one, the only, Isaac Ryan Brown. Yeah. He plays Raven Simone's son, Booker, on one of the most successful spinoffs in Disney Channel history. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited that you're here. And this show is such a big show. So much anticipation has went into it whenever everyone found out that there was going to be a spinoff. Yeah. And we're going to get into all that. But first, I kind of want to take it back to the beginning and like how you kind of got into the entertainment industry. At what age did you realize that this was something that you really loved and were having fun doing? Well, you know, um, you know, right after I came out of my mom's womb, she just um, threw me into the entertainment industry. And then I just, yeah, I just happened. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, was no. like, I was like, oh, shoot, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> um, but yeah, after I was about 10 months, my mom started um, putting me into baby contests and different things, sending my pictures out. But I didn't really get into it until I was about four months old. Okay. I mean, four years old, sorry. Four years old, and um, from then on, I started um, doing different shows. I came out here to California. I was in America's Got Talent at the age of six. That's cool. Then I went on to do Sam and Cat and um, Bubble Guppies and um, Devious Maids and How to Get Away with Murder and then Blackish. And then from there, I just kept auditioning, tried to keep my grind up. And then um, there you go. You're on Disney Channel. <laughs> That's so crazy. I feel like yeah. whenever I look at your IMDb page, I'm over here scrolling through, and I'm like, most like established 50-year-old actors don't even have as many credits as you. I'm no, like, it goes on for days. It's terrible because um, here's the thing. I used to, my mom, she used to come on here, true story, with like $3,000. She would say, Isaac, we can't buy this. We mm-hmm. can't have a nice place. You go here. Don't ask for stuff. I'm telling you it's ahead of time. You got three months. If you book something, we stay. If you don't, we leave. Mm-hmm. Say, okay. This is what used to happen. I used to come on here. Um, I booked how to get... Not how to get away with murder, devious maids. Mm-hmm. Went out to Atlanta. From there, we stayed on like two months extra. And then um, from any other voiceovers I would book, that would um, help us stay even longer. But it was just, it was a really strenuous process. But I could never stay out here for a really long amount of time enough to book one show. Mm-hmm. So I would come out here, book a guest star, then leave. Come out here, book another guest star, then yeah, leave. Yeah. So that's how that happened. It's just like 20 different guest star roles on a bunch of different shows. But so I, I feel like that's I how it, it happens. Though. I feel like you, you got all these guest starring roles, and then it's like your time to shine, and you get that series regular role. And yeah. it's you put in the work for it, and you obviously did. One thing I can say is, though, that you can't have success without your troubles. Um, I've got turned down for like five different jobs before series regular. Mm-hmm. I was almost there. I remember I did a Nickelodeon pilot, had gotten paid for it, everything. Mm-hmm. The deal was already sealed. They're like, um, actually, we're going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you're going to go that way, huh? Okay, yeah. I didn't need this anyway, but <laughs> I, I, I did. I wanted it so, so bad. Wow. I mean, that's one of those things where yeah. it is heartbreaking, but at the same time, it like got you ready as an actor to get ready to be a series regular, and it just I, was the right show that you had to, to get on. Yeah. Actually, The Chai was one of my biggest heartbreaks ever. I thought I was going to book The Chai. I was like, okay, Mama, you know what? I'm going to cuss without looking down. <laughs> I'm going to like get my nerves together. I'm ready. And then I didn't get it. But then Raven's Home was right around the corner, so yeah. That's awesome. And in my opinion, that's like the show to be that's, on. Yeah. So it's, I'm excited that's was awesome. Yeah, that it really incredible. is. <laughs> so I, would, I, I think it's amazing how it seems like your mom is super supportive and like really helped mm-hmm. you follow your dreams. Um, is there someone in the entertainment industry that you look up to that also kind of inspired you to follow your dreams? You know, I would have to say 
Anthony Anderson probably. He's um he's really awesome. But Raven too. Yeah. You know, just um hearing her story and um when we used to go on set, she'd tell us different things, help us get along. Okay, you know what? This news is gonna happen. Um, they're probably gonna work you a little bit more. They're probably gonna take away your lunch. Gonna do this, but you have to remain calm. Keep your essence. You know, she's she's really inspiring. She's really become like a mom to all of us on set. I would have yeah. to say, and um, I think we've become almost like your kids because we always be stealing our food all the time. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. So, like, obviously, you came out here a lot for the guest starring roles, but like, at what point did you move out here from Detroit? And like been like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be here to film. You know, I still haven't fully moved here. I um I'm still living in Detroit, but I spend the majority of my time out here doing the show. Mm-hmm. But um it was right after I booked Puppy Dog Pals. Okay. Um uh you know, that really helped with us staying out here and um really helped station us where we were. I'm going to work every week, kinda feeling secure about it. It really helped us. Um, mm-hmm. But Puppy Dog Pals is, is really awesome. I, that's one of the best animation shows I could ever pray for because that show is incredible. It's so much fun. That's really cool. It actually just won an Emmy yeah. for um, Best Best Outstanding casting. casting in an Animated Series. Yes. That's so cool. And you play Bingo, right? Yeah. Uh, Bingo and Rolly are the two protagonists of the show, and it basically follows them doing different missions for their, for their owner, Bob. That's why I always look at my dog whenever I go home, like, let me ask you something. Did you go to Asia and like you get me some egg rolls or something? Because we always go to these bizarre places and do these bizarre things, and it's it's so much fun. That is so cool. Well, I did. Well, let's talk about Raven's Home. We've kind of talked about it a little bit. Obviously, let's go. that is like super huge. When yeah. did you or how did you hear about the audition for Raven's Home? I was actually leaving another animation show, Stinky and Dirty, mm-hmm. and um, um, Allison, uh, the, our um, casting director and director on that show, she was like, um, we actually have something, an audition that's going to be coming up, Isaac, so just be aware. As for the spinoff of That's a Raven, so I, I went, I watched a couple episodes of That's a Raven, and I was like, wow, this show was really funny. And then I got the audition a couple days later. I was the first booker to audition, actually. Wow. And then... um. Didn't get another call for like six months. And you probably, honestly, because that happens a lot. <laughs> Yo, I, I so thought I didn't book it. I was like, okay, you know what? I was giving my friends advice. I was like, you know, they were just going for someone a little younger, so don't worry about it. She probably got this dog. This is that and the other. Don't worry about it. I didn't get it. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. And then um, just a couple weeks, a couple months, actually, they called me back. They were like, okay, Isaac, when I see you one more time. Then I, um, another producer session, and then um, network, and then... Next thing you know, we're going to our um, two-week camp for Raven's Home, and then we're shooting. That's crazy. That's awesome. That's so crazy. So yeah, you th- you sit there and you're like, okay, cool, I audition. You don't hear anything back for months, and you're thinking, okay, you you know, you kind of get over a little bit. You kind of have to move yo, on. Yo, I tell you, this is my conversation with my friend's mom. She she goes, yo, yo, CJ's auditioning for Raven's Home. You have any um any advice for him? I was like, I don't know what advice I could give you. They didn't call me. I I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I, I didn't book it. Yeah, it was crazy. That is so funny. And then you get the call that they want you to like come audition again. You're like, oh my god. And you're gosh. like, oh, just do what I did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's one of those things where obviously that was a show that I watched religiously like all the time whenever I was. My younger. sisters did. You know what? As a matter of fact, I grew up saying "Oh snap!" without knowing where oh it came my from gosh. because my sisters you, were obsessed with it, mm-hmm. and then all my cousins. And so my mom just started saying instead of cursing, she used to say "Oh snap!" And when she burned something, <laughs> so whenever I trip or when I fall, I'll just go around saying "Oh snap!" without knowing it. And everyone will be like, "Really, Isaac?" I'll be like, "No, that's how I grew up." Yeah, that's what I grew up saying. I love it. It's a great alternative for other words. So yeah, I like that Woo. definitely. Um, so it's cool, kids. <laughs> exactly. Um, so whenever you first got 
to the audition. I'm ass- or I'm assuming there was a there was a round that it was like a chemistry read yeah. with Raven, right? Mm-hmm. So when you walk into the room, let me know like what happened. Like you walk in and then she's sitting there. Like what happened? She was just sitting there. It was crazy. She was sitting there along with the with the um, board of execs, and she was just like, okay. And she just stood there. She didn't say anything. I was like, okay, oh. let me just um, just walk in there with swag. And I went in there. I was a Millie Rockin'. I, I literally pimp walked into the room. I was oh like, okay, what up? And that's how, And she can, she constantly reminds me about it. She's like, I said, do you remember how we met? I was like, yeah, I think I walked into a room and you were sitting there. She was like, no, you walked into the room like this. And I was like, who is this kid? And, yeah, and then from there, it was just awesome. She She was really nice. Um, she gave me a lot of great advice as far as to um, my intention-wise. She sacrificed a lot of Saturdays for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we grew really attached, all of us on set. Yeah. She, um, her and Annalisa, they actually took part of their Saturdays. I'm like, okay, we're going to help you guys on set not to get as many notes. And if you do get a lot of notes, how to balance them and help us. Mm-hmm. And um, from season two, it's really helped. And we've gone a lot faster. That's cool. One. That is really awesome. And like yeah. going into it, obviously... I guess that's the Raven was a little bit before your time, but going into the audition, I'm not even 15 yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like when you went into the audition, I'm sure that your sisters, since they were fans of the show, and then your mom, I'm sure that they were like kind of letting you know, hey, just so you know, this is like a big deal. Like this is pretty big deal. Like, did you know going into it what kind of a big deal it was? You know, not really. My mom told me that that's Raven was a big deal, but I was, I had actually auditioned for another Disney show three weeks prior mm-hmm. that had put me on hold. For like a month, and then found out that the show wasn't even getting picked up mm. without even recording anything. So I was like, okay, it's another Disney audition. Just go in there and do what you got to do. I didn't realize, and I never tell my sisters about my audition, so they didn't even know what was happening until I got the call. And then they were like, okay, don't tell anybody. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna tell nobody. I ain't gonna tell nobody. Yeah. But um, once I um once we started and they told me the series was gonna get picked straight up, I was like, okay, yeah, this is actually happening. And um, it really just took off from there. That's really cool. I feel like I feel like if you would have been like a super fan of the show, I think that would have added more pressure would, to you because yeah. you would be like, oh my gosh, this is like a huge deal. Like I'm, I want to make sure that we, you know, do it justice type of a thing. So I think it was kind of nice that you were able to kind of go in there and just authentically be yourself and just, you know, kind of figure it out. As a matter of fact, I um I only watched the show. Like five times to study, well, five times quite a lot. <laughs> but um, I watched a, I watched like a bunch of episodes just to see. And then when I would watch her vision face, I would try to master it. And mm-hmm. so by the time I got there, I didn't even need any, you know, construct constructive criticism on how to do it. Yeah, because I had studied it so hard. That's cool. But yeah, I feel like that's the face. Like if you're gonna be on this show, you have to master you have that to face. Master the face. Why do you think that they chose your character specifically to be the one to inherit the psychic gene? Well, I feel like here's here's <laughs> just this is right here. Um, I feel like on the show they've already seen a psychic teenage girl mm-hmm. grow up, and so um, I think they I think everyone wanted to see a different um, gender take on the psychic visions or the um, or the power. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really cool how they put a twist on that because I was like, okay, we've seen a psychic girl grow up worrying about boys and mm-hmm. everything. But let's see a psychic male grow up and worry about, you know, protecting a sister from all the boys and everything. So, I yeah, love that. I think that was a major factor. Yeah, and it's so funny because I think in one of the more recent episodes, 
you and Raven had a vision kind of at the same time about Without her. Knowing it. Yeah, and then and then she kind of like, wait, wh- what would just happen with you? And you're like, I don't know. I, I don't know what happened with you. <laughs> you know, those are actually going to be introduced second season, so make sure you guys stay tuned. Yes. Um, in second season, we're going to learn about what those are and how they happen, and um, how they affect us as psychics. And um, there was actually they actually did that once in That's So Raven. Mm-hmm. There was an episode where a boy who was a psychic bumped into Raven, and they both had a vision at the same time. So they ended up it, it was it was weird. Yeah. But I was like, okay, they're gonna do that, and it's really cool. They did a really awesome job with the animation. And oh my gosh, also. yeah. That was really cool. I feel like that part in particular was one of my favorite parts from season one. Just like yeah. seeing you both kind of at the same time. But I know that the fans, everyone was like, letting me know like. You gotta ask him, do you think that he'll ever tell his mom about his visions? Is that something we might visit in season two? It might, it might, it might, but you guys have to stay tuned to find out. I'm not telling anything. I'm not telling anything. All I can tell you guys is that in the summer, when season two goes out, it's gonna go down. Okay? Yes. It's gonna go down. That's all <laughs> I can say. I'm honestly super excited to find out. I think a lot of fans were also wondering if your sister in the show Nia will ever have visions and if that's going to be visited I know that you you can't say anything but I think that would be kind of neat too like yeah. maybe maybe not even season two maybe season three or something like that like down the road it would be kind of nice to see that you know happen. we've actually explored that and um what we're going to talk about and there was a section in season two where she does well there was a section in season one where she tried to get visions but then she's like you know what, I don't really need visions, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm good on my own. And I really like that about Nia's character, the fact that she's like, okay, you know what, Booker has visions, but you know what, I'm good, I'm smart, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here, like, yeah. you can't neglect me, I'm good, like, I'm psychically ahead of it. Right, and I feel like um, if, psychologically. if she ever did get visions, I, like, how do you think Booker would feel about that? You think he'd be, like, supportive, or do you think he'd be, like, kind of jealous that she's getting some attention? Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. Booker grew up as an attention seeker. Mm-hmm. So whether she has the visions or he has the visions, I feel like he'd find a way to like make it about him yeah. some way or another. <laughs> like, okay, she has visions, but I can do a car wheel and then fall to get his mom's exactly. attention. So um, I feel like he'd be jealous somewhat. But yeah. I mean, when you have a sibling who's awesome and you're kind of right in the back seat, you know? Right. It's kind of like my sister... My um my older sister, Ryan, she used to do all types of sports. She used to um cheer, she used to play trombone. I used to be like, How are you so how are you so disciplined with that? Because I used yeah. to sit down and play my piano for thirty minutes. I used to didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she'd just be down there boo, 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 boo. I used to be so jealous of her. Right. And her discipline for that. So yeah, I feel like there would be some jealousy from Booker towards Nia. Yeah, I I'd love if, to see that, like if, if something like that ever happened. I, I'm honestly just super excited. Season two, you're still filming. But it doesn't come out until this summer. Yes. Yeah. Everyone's ready. Yeah, we'll be you. we'll be filming during that duration though. So there'll be a bunch of episodes. We got picked up for twenty one episodes. Wow. So there will be a lot going on. Um, a lot of new episodes because um all I've all everyone's been asking me about is yo why aren't there any more new episodes yo Annie Mac has new episodes <laughs> <laughs> why is the way film have new episodes you're like just wait good things come I'm to just those like, who wait just just listen just listen. <laughs> Children, please. New episodes are coming, okay? Yes. But I'm too further nervous. Yes, I love that. Too well, further nervous. I like what what has been your favorite episode to shoot so far? Oh my gosh. This has been like my most asked question, but Envision of Privacy was my favorite episode to shoot. Yeah. My favorite episode that aired was the final episode where Raven lost her job and we were in that onesie, which I was in for I seven love- hours. 
one day for seven hours. But um, my favorite episode to shoot would probably be that. It was um, filled with a lot of fun moments. Um, But there was a part that they cut out, and there were a lot of funny different jokes in there, and I got flipped over the table. (laughs) there was a lot of fun that happened in that episode, and I really do like it. That's I cool. really did like filming that. Yeah, I know that the original show, we always saw Raven be other characters as well. Yes. So the fact that, like, in the, I think it was the finale of season one, we kind of see that, like, rich, kind of snotty character that comes in to buy the, the clothing. Yes, that yes. Was, that was amazing. Oh, my God. You know, I actually got, I had to stay there because they had to have me in both shots. And I watched as she went from Raven to Liz Anya. <laughs> and she did it, like, with no effort whatsoever. I was like, and then she took off the wig. And she was like, okay, I'm going home. I was like, what is wrong? I was like, That's are crazy. you have... <laughs> I was like, what? Talent. I was like, talent. Yeah. Talent. Absolutely. It was, I... That was fabulous. And I think that's probably one of the most fabulous moments of acting that I've ever seen. Same. Besides of one time I worked with Viola Davis. Ooh. And she broke down crying out of nowhere. I was just like, those two are awesome. Definitely. Wow. Viola Davis is a huge name to work with as well. Very talented actress. Definitely. Um, So for Raven's Home, if you could bring any guest star, you know, could either be for someone from Disney Channel or just another celebrity you love. If you could bring any guest star on the show, who would you bring? Kevin Hart. Oh my god. I would bring Kevin. Imagine Kevin Hart as a psychic. Just imagine him just appearing as a psychic out of nowhere. Hey! Hey, I had a vision and y'all was supposed to meet me here. Like, imagine that. That would would be... Fantastic. Him and Raven? Or Eddie Murphy. Ooh. Or Eddie Murphy. Either one of those, if they I would love to see their, their vision face. Because you know it'd be so extra and like It would be so extra. I would love to see that. That would be would, crazy. That would be fantastic for me. I know that when I watched Disney Disney Channel a lot, there was a lot of like crossover type of episodes and like different shows. I think the, my favorite was like the Sweet Life on Deck of Hannah Montana. That's or something so Raven crazy. Hannah Montana yeah. Sweet Life on Deck. Yeah, so crazy. If you could cross over with any other Disney Channel show, which one would it be? Can I get three? You can get can three. I, can I get three Disney we'll Channel shows? Okay, so with our show, um, Andy Mack. Yes. Um, just bring some drama to Raven's. Well, I had a vision we were moving. No. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Um, Andy Mack, Raven's Home, and Bizarre Vark. Okay. Bizarre Vark, yeah, I'm going that way. Okay. Can it be a past Disney Channel show too? Yeah, absolutely. Lab Rats. Lab Ooh, Rats. Oh, okay. I would love to do a crossover with Lab Rats. I love that. That that could honestly be, I feel like the views on that would just be everything. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That would, that would be incredible. Well, here's to hoping that there's going to be some kind of crossover, because I was all right? about that, yeah. You hear me? You hear me, Walt? <laughs> no. Yeah, Walt, do you hear us? Um, so, what is the, the thing you are most excited for fans? Obviously, like, don't spoil any plot lines, but, like, what is something that you just cannot wait for fans to, to learn about season two? Probably how the chemistry between Booker, Raven, and Nia increases. And season two... I mean, we were close in season one as a family, but in season two, we really do go through our trials and tribulations, and you can see that bond as a family really come into effect, to full effect when we need each other, when um when we're down on our last luck, when um when we're having some troubles with a vision, you know, we can always count on family, and I feel like fans are really gonna like that. We have a really we have a lot of heartfelt moments in season two, mm-hmm. which are gonna be awesome. I'm, I can't wait. It's going to be incredible. Neither can I. I'm like, will you guys uh, air already? I know. Gosh. Like, oh, my gosh. It's time. It's time. Um, but I did also want to talk about your show, Stinky and Dirty, which is the Amazon show mm-hmm. that, that everyone loves. Um, 
how did you get involved in that show? Was that after Raven's Home? Before? It was actually, I think, I think it was around the same time I booked, um, we were halfway through Stinkin' Dirty, as a matter of fact, when I finally got Raven's Home. Um, Allison, who works on Puppy Dog Pals, actually does Stinkin' Dirty as well. And so um, when she got my audition, she kind of helped me out figuring the character and everything. And so by the time I got to Stinkin' Dirty, I kind of had my character down. Me and Allison were used to working with each other by then. Yeah. And um, it really flowed smoothly. And um, my co-star who plays Dirty... Um, Jed Jurgensmeyer, mm-hmm. um, because we were both super duper fast, we were able to work in the booth together, oh, which that's was fun. which is really cool. So we got to play off of each other and how we were. And the booth is so lonely. I'm just gonna say yeah. this: when you're in there and you, they're just like talking, and you're like, yeah, okay, you did great, and you're moving like you're like, I don't know what I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I don't know. But when you have someone else in there with you, you're like, <laughs> they're talking about you. They're talking about you. It's, yeah. It, it really relieves the pressure and stress of just being in there, saying your lines, waiting for someone else, you know. Definitely. Helps with timing and everything else. Yeah. It's like having a live audience on a live show. Because that's what I was going to ask you. Like, how is that different? Because, yeah, you're in a booth. You're kind of isolated. And that's totally different from, like, Raven's Home where you have the entire cast and, like, a bunch of people watching you in the yeah, studio I, audience. I, I think I would... Over over any time. Like, if I'm stressed for time, I can go in there by myself and I can episode down in 25 minutes. Oh, easy. wow. But... If I'm if I'm gonna be there, I don't have anywhere to be. I think I would rather like I would love to do an entire episode of a show of a voiceover show with the entire cast there. That would be like, fun. Like someone there, we're all talking, getting to know each other. It really does help with timing and everything else. And sure, it's a little time consuming, but it does help. Definitely. It really does help. Get Definitely. Because it's one of those things where obviously this is not your first animated series, yeah. um, but is it a little bit more challenging just because you have to make your voice more expressive because people can't see. Your face, because yeah. you know, with Raven's Home, every, you're very expressive, and everyone's looking at your face. They can exactly tell what you're thinking or what you're mm-hmm. feeling. But with something like this, you have to like do it all through your voice. Well, I think, and here's my thing with animation. I believe it is more you have more freedom to do what you want to do, and um, with with um, I'm trying to say live action. You when you're that character and you're sunken in that character, you know, you you are that character, and you can't do different things. But Raven used to change in different characters. On mm-hmm. our show, we kind of stay ourselves. But on an animation show, you can play like five different characters. And so um, being more expressive with your voice, I feel like over time it gets easier. But um, it, it is quite difficult. And a lot of people think it's easy, mm-hmm. but it's not as easy as um, most would have it to believe to be. Um, in fact, I actually consider it a little harder than live action. Yeah. Because if you don't know what you're doing... You sit in there for like three and a half hours on one episode, and we usually have an A A story and a B story. Mm-hmm. So you have one episode, then a cut, and then another episode, and so you'll spend three hours on just that one, and mm-hmm. then you have to come back the next day. And so, um, I think it's I think it's way harder, but um, at the same time, it's a little more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say that. How do you? I I guess like how when you're shooting That's all these projects. That's why I appreciate live camera though. I love live camera. Oh yeah, too much fun. It's too much. Fun. <laughs> yeah, but whenever you're shooting all these things and some of these projects are overlapping, like how do you manage such a crazy schedule? A lot of prayer and a lot of meals. <laughs> um, no, but um, as a cast, we really do respect that when one person has to take off. Okay, we'll cover you. We'll do da da da. We'll tell you your stuff when you get back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We really do help kill carry each other um like when raven she did um a segment on another show so we when she came back we were like oh 
oh, look, you're finally back at our show. But it, it functioned just the same. Yeah. And um, I think we've gotten to the point where we're like, okay, we know how to do this. We come back, we miss a day, we'll do it again. Like right. this Friday, Raven and Navia went to the Emmys. And so um, we took Monday and Tuesday, we filmed. I mean, we rehearsed. And Tuesday and Thursday, we we shot. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. And usually we do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday rehearsal. but And then Thursday, Friday, we shoot. But then it was just like we've gotten to the point where we're like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. That's and awesome. I feel like that really helps as an entire cast, all of us. We've all come up. That's really helped. And in the middle of all of that, you also have another project. Yes. Your movie Kings just came out on this past Friday, oh. which is incredible. And you play Halle Berry's son in yeah. that. How was that working with her? Because that just seems like an incredible project. At that movie, it's extremely powerful, especially nowadays. And I feel like a lot of people really needed to see that movie. And when I went to the premiere, but also when I went on to see it just this past Friday, mm-hmm. I believe. Just this past Friday, I went to see it. And it was incredibly moving to me. And um, working with her as well, it was really awesome. I think the three, and this is crazy, but the three best actors that I've worked with on screen, four, mm-hmm. are women. Yeah. They're all incredible, powerful women. Hallie, the, we had just met her that day. And she took 15 minutes to get to know us and everything. And she was like, okay, I'm ready to go. And then as soon as the scene started, one of her kids were getting, sorry, Spoilers, but you guys should have seen it already. Yeah. One of her kids were um, getting taken back to um, foster care, mm-hmm. and she just gotten to know him in 15 minutes and cried over him like it was her son. Wow. It was incredible. And then Raven, and then Miss Jennifer Lewis, mm-hmm. a hot mess. I love that woman. <laughs> I love her to death. I love her. She's incredible as well. But they're, they're all incredible. They've all put a spark in my career and mm-hmm. helped me a lot. And um, helped me evolve as an actor. Yeah, because you—it's like you are, like every famous woman's son right now on TV. It seems. Yeah, like. it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> on TV, it's film, crazy. everything—it's crazy. Yeah. Um, me and me and Miss Jennifer Lewis and Raven were talking about how crazy our lineage is because Miss Jennifer Lewis played Raven's grandmother mm. on That's a Raven. Wow. So I was like, wait a second. If we had a time machine, how would we make this work? <laughs> Miss Jennifer is my mom, which makes me your older brother, but you're my mom, but that's our grandma, but that's my mom. This seems like one of those theories that should be on, like, Wikipedia somewhere, you know? I know, just just <laughs> lay it out on paper. So he took the time machine back, and, that's right. you know. So in this film, who is your character, and what is the kind of storyline? So um, I think this film is done has been done spectacularly. And the way that it is, it doesn't focus on the riots itself. Mm -hmm. It focuses on how it affected a certain family. Because each family has their own story of how it happened and how it affected them. And I feel like um, this film really does that well. So it takes place uh, with a woman named Millie, Hallie, and um, all of her eight foster kids. And I play one of them, the second oldest in the house. I play Shantae. And um, when the riots start... I take this as an opportunity to go out and, you know, have some fun. <laughs> and so um, basically what happens, we go out, we lead a group of kids, we um, terrorize a Burger King, we go and steal some stuff. But it's um, it's really cool. Another awesome part about this movie is that I got to play my a brother to my actual sister on the film, Serenity. Wow. Yeah, which is really cool. Serenity Rain Brown um, 
She's done a lot of different stuff. She was on Black Jesus. We played brother and sister on that. That's really cool. And then um, she even did a little cameo on Puppy Dog Pals. That's so yeah, fun. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, we work on everything together. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, stop following me. <laughs> yeah. That's but, really cool to be able to work with your sibling. I know. And it was and it was crazy because um, in the film, when I went and saw it, she had more parts than me in it. And like I was in the movie theater like... <laughs> I don't remember you filming that. When did you <laughs> when did you take the time out to have all that camera time? <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. But um she was it was really awesome working with her on set. Um me giving her tips. Mm-hmm. Um I really got to feel like a um big brother. Because when I'm on set, you don't really have that time just to sit and have fun with your family, like you know, if you weren't. But um on that on that set we got to um have fun. That's amazing. And, with a, and surrounded by kids, too. So we were in our own little world, play our games, have fun. That's awesome. And how, how is it going from, you know, working with Disney Channel to being a part of such like a, a grown, more like a grown-up type yeah. of a film? Um, and it's, it's definitely a different environment. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely different. Um, and when you're on Disney Channel, I feel like you have to be even more on your P's and Q's. Did I say that right? Yeah, I, I think Disney. so. P's and Q's. Yeah. P's and Q's. Um, <laughs> but um, when you're on Disney Channel, um, most of the shows are surrounded about the kids. And so you need to be on your stuff, know your lines, mm-hmm. have your intentions down, know where all your cameras are, find yourself, da 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 But um, I got to be even more relaxed, and it was more of a learning experience on Kings, watching Hallie and Daniel work. And um, the pressure was kind of taken off us, and we got to watch them work while we kind of sat back and watched. Mm -hmm. It was was really a learning experience. I really liked it. That's amazing. Um, It was definitely, you definitely have to be more realistic. Um, On Disney Channel, we get to be all, (laughs) (laughs) everything's a big game ice cream. Yeah. But um, on that movie, you're like, oh. God, and even though, and even though, even though we do have a couple of moments that are funny, you have to still play them hilarious. I mean, you have to play them serious. Yeah. On Disney Channel, it's more of a heightened situation type thing, but um, but on the on the movie, it was more of a situation that is played as a situation, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. That's really cool. Well, I am super excited. I already have plans to see with my friends tomorrow. Yay! So I'm so excited. I'll have to tweet you my thoughts. Hallelujah. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So let's talk about this, though. You don't have a lot of free time, but when you do, what do you do? Um... On the show, they just had me as a whittler, and not a lot of people know this, but I like to carve sticks and make That's different. Cool. I I know, I know, it's it's a weird hobby, I know, but I like to make different swords and make different types of things. I um I actually That's gave cool. Raven a dagger that she was supposed to paint, but she didn't paint it yet. Uh. So we'll wait on that. But um, yeah, I like to play with different sticks. I love to read. Okay, reading is like my favorite thing um i just finished um reading the percy jackson series Ooh. and um i'm trying to get to the chronicles of nick which is basically a story about a half demon monster anyway i'm on the last book wow so I'm, i want to try to finish the newest one so you kind of do you kind of i'm assuming read in between takes and stuff like that as well mm-hmm. I, yeah yeah that's cool not on set though raven's mm-hmm. really strict about that um we can we can read books sometimes maybe I take that back. Yeah, in between takes sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But like on with phones and chewing gum on set, she's like, okay, when you're on set, you have to be professional. This is, again, with the different types of things that we take with us mm-hmm. off of the set to different places, which is why I say that she's probably been very helpful. Not probably, she has been. That's cool. One of the most helpful people in my life. 
um, as far as taking what you learn here and applying it somewhere else. Because she's been on so many different shows. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Shows and movies. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. She definitely helped me take that different places. And you also, I know have been in the studio, which has been really fun. What kind of stuff do you like to record, and are you releasing anything soon, or is it just for fun right now? Um, yeah. Um, well, actually, Raven's Home, um, and I'm telling you guys this on the low, uh, we have a musical episode coming what? out during second season, which is going to be really fun. And so that kind of inspired me to hit the booth. I was like, okay, if I can sing and I can rap and I can dance here... I can do all that on YouTube, you know, give me a couple hits and that's right. maybe a couple million subscribers. <laughs> um, that's my goal, yeah. a couple million subscribers. But um, yeah, I'm in the studio, I'm trying to cover songs, try to work on my own content, it's going to be awesome. I know, you, I listened to something on your Instagram like two days ago, you did like a Bruno Mars cover, yeah. which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, do, I do some from time to time, yeah. do a little something, something. <laughs> do a little something, something. <laughs> um, who inspires you as a musician? Michael Jackson. He is incredible. He he's just the all around OG, and mm. I I love everything about him and how he operated, and how even when he had a break, he was working to perfect his skill even more. And um, Bruno Mars too. His story is awesome. And um, you probably think I have enough girls in my life already, right? <laughs> um, Wendy Houston. Oh yes. I love her. Oh my God, she has the voice of an angel. She does. And I love everything about her. That's incredible. And you also do a lot of amazing things, as t- like going back home to Detroit, doing yeah. some school speakings, inspiring children to follow their dreams. Tell as me matter, about that. As a matter of fact, I just went back. No, I'm going back. Excuse mm-hmm. me. I'm going back. And I'm going um, to try to take do different acting classes with different kids. Um, you know, teach them the things that, you know, I learned on set. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe if I had someone teach me this, before I had it on set, maybe I would be more prepared mm-hmm. and um, help me more because I haven't I have never gone to acting class. I really? mean, I went I went once for two months with Miss Lisa Picot, but that was when I was little. Mm-hmm. That was when I was really little, and I appreciate everything I learned there. I love you, Miss Lisa. Um, but after that, I've had no acting coach whatsoever. Wow. Everything I learned, I learned on set. And I was like, if someone were to teach me this. I think it would really help me. So I'm going to go back. Then I'm going to try to start my literacy campaign, mm-hmm. um, help different kids with reading because um, in Detroit, I don't think we have enough of that. Mm-hmm. Have not a, We don't have enough libraries and stuff. So I'm going to try and go and get my books out there and everything. And I'm working on a book series called If I Could Be Something Other Than Me, What Would I Be? So That's incredible. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations on everything. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. It's amazing. Um, before we go, I wanted to say for everyone watching, what is one thing you want to say to kids right now? that they can do to kind of follow your footsteps or, like, follow their dreams? Um, Humility and patience, I would have to say. Um, When you're on set and you're working those long hours, you're just like, okay, I'm kind of fed up with my castmates, fed up with the director, (laughs) fed up with everybody. You're just like, okay, no, 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 no. You just have to relax, take a deep breath, have patience. Everything comes in time. And then um, after... After you're done, you're like, wow, we did a really good job, all of us. And I think people would rather regret going off on different people or or being mean to people. And you're like, wow, I looked back and it was so unnecessary, you mm-hmm. know. So patience is definitely one thing. And then humility. Because um, there's a lot of people, when I go back home, my different family members, they they want me to sign autographs and stuff. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. And if you're not careful, that stuff will go to your head super fast. Yes. If you're not careful. I found myself... Even talking to my baby sister like that. Sandy, I just don't have time to do whatever you're talking about right mm-hmm. now. I have to work. I have actual stuff. 
and so on. You find yourself going, talking like you're above everyone else, and you're just like, okay, I need to take a step back and just be humble. That's amazing. Sit down. Hey. Be humble. Be humble. (laughs) Sit down. No, I think that you're doing an incredible job. You, I think, are one of the most humble people that I've met in the entertainment industry, so props to you for that. Congratulations on everything, and before we go, let everyone know who doesn't know where they can follow you on social media. Um, you guys can follow me at Isaac Ryan Brown on Instagram, Isaac Ryan Brown on Twitter, Isaac Ryan Brown on Facebook. I'm basically Isaac Ryan Brown everywhere, so right. just type that in. You know where I am. I like it. Keep it uniform. Everything's the right. same. I love it. Yes. And you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. We will see you next week, but Woo! make sure to go see Kings. It's in theaters now. Yep. And stay tuned for season two of Raven's Home coming this summer. Hey! Thanks, guys. See you guys. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.